Enrollment is open for Thomas's upcoming six-session live online course, Navigating the Levels of Trauma Healing. Explore how to work with the impacts of collective crises and challenges and learn tools to manage anxiety, overwhelm, and nervous system dysregulation during times of accelerated change and disruption. In this all-new curriculum, Thomas and expert guest speakers will engage in ecosystemic practices to collectively explore our resilience, agency, and capacity to stay present and find deeper meaning. Click the link in our show notes to learn more and enroll. Or go to www.navigatingthelevelsoftrauma.com. Welcome to Point of Relation with Thomas Hubel, a podcast that illuminates the path to collective healing at the intersection of science and mysticism. In his conversations with visionaries, innovators, artists, and healers, Thomas invites guests into a relational experience that allows inspiration and innovation to emerge. This is The Point of Relation. Today, we're going to talk a bit more about cultural integration. I feel very inspired lately to look at inspired also through the work on on the east-west integration process in germany also the east-west integration process in europe like when you look at germany so there was a strong kind of iron curtain the berlin wall the like as a symbol and and in a way, there is one nation strongly divided after still in the aftermath of like a tremendous war and the human catastrophe, the Holocaust. And then there is this border and like the East and the West, the former East and the former West of Germany. Um, living in a way separate realities and i've been working on on this through many many groups and came up very often in my workshops and also bigger events and we did multiple integration events for the east and the west of germany and it's very clear that after the wall came down in a way like the West came over the East or the East has been pushed into like a, a, a Western experience. And that in itself is a traumatic event. It's not only a liberation, it's also like a strong change. For some people, it's a liberation. For some people, it was overwhelming. Besides the economic benefit and besides the, um, all the things that were suddenly also possible and got improved. But the conditioning of growing up in the East and in the West and living kind of very different lives in a certain uh, way, once the wall came off, that inner conditioning that lives deeply in our bodies that lives deeply in, in our physical, emotional, mental experiences, didn't just disappear. In fact, in many people, it's still alive. It's like, it's like an inner sculpture. 
And since our nervous system creates inner sculptures of realities, we need to consciously do some work to integrate those cultures into something that we don't know, which is an integrated Germany or an integrated Europe. If you want to have a resilient Europe, we need to integrate the former East and the former West of Europe into a new Europe that nobody knows. Because otherwise, it's a subtle repetition of domination. It's our system, our lifestyle is better. That's why you have to adapt to it. Because it's better. It's more prosperous. It has more freedom. But then we don't see that it's actually a subtle violence. Because what we are missing is a deep interest in each other's experiences over decades in order to learn from each other. But what does this mean, learning? Learning means data exchange. And it's attuned data exchange. It happens in the space of I feel you feeling me. It happens in an embodied listening state. And then we can learn from each other, not just the cognitive dimension, because maybe many of us know the cognitive stories, but we don't know the very personal dimension of the overall picture. So we need learning spaces. These are cultural learning spaces where we, where we learn from each other. And while we are doing that, we together become a new Germany. But it means that every one of us needs to invest something and every one of us needs to let go of something. That's integration. Two forces synthesize into a higher potential space than the two forces we're living at before. That's very important. We need to give something and we need to let go of something on both sides in order to develop into a higher space together. That's cultural integration. And that's not only cultural integration, that's healing the gaps, the fractures between cultural fields that need to come back together, but they, need, they don't need to agree just to each other's lifestyles. They need to negotiate a new version that we both develop into, a new potential space. That's what integration means. There's always a higher space that is the home for two forces to integrate into. But that also means that through the cultural learning, we weave together we heal in a way a fracture, a traumatic fracture. And as we heal the traumatic fracture, there is a much more intelligent data exchange. And societies need spaces for this. We need integration spaces. We cannot just assume that that happens on its own. We, we need to facilitate that until it becomes a cultural function that works on its own but it needs to be prototyped. It needs to be role modeled. It needs to be um, put in place. And then it becomes a prototype that multiplies itself, which means cultural learning. And 
And then we call it cultural function. Then it's a new cultural ability that the culture can, it's kind of a collective competence building. And I think that's missing, that's missing in Germany, that's missing in Europe, but it's missing in many places around the world where we see cultural fragmentations, where still cultural kind of um, fields bump into each other because the fractures in between haven't been healed yet. Look at Spain and Catalonia. So there is an, an ongoing breaking open of an old wound that hasn't been integrated yet. And we can't integrate it through force when we shut it down. That's actually the worst because then we create re-traumatization that just fosters and strengthens the problem. We need something else and we need cultural integration as a cultural ability, not just as an ability of a few people, a cultural ability building or a collective competence building. Because that's not just a politically correct work. I do it because I feel it should be better for us. No, I do it because I really care. Because I know how important is digesting experiences. We cannot bypass digesting our experiences. We need space. We need a cultural contemplation. We need a cultural compassion. I wanna get to know your experience because I didn't grow up where you grew up. I don't know your experience. I need to learn it from you. For me, you are the book of life. And I need to read that book in order to learn something. And you need to read through me the book of life because you don't know my background. So if people from the former East and people from the former West come together and are truly interested to learn about one Germany's history, one Germany's evolutionary journey or developmental journey, we truly become that journey together. We host it in each other. We become a shared mind we become a shared heart. And that shared space is an integrated cultural space. But countries need to invest in that. We need, we need to understand that that's something that supports collective or public health. That supports, if you invest in that, we will save a lot of money in other ways when we have to deal with the side effects of the non-integration and all the symptoms that we have in our cultures from non-integration, political, economical, leadership issues, social issues, criminality, all kinds of things that will be amplified because we don't take care of the root. And so trauma integration is also cultural digestion, is cultural learning, is cultural integration, is post-traumatic learning. And and I believe that that's what we didn't develop yet as a capacity. That's, I think, a new cultural capacity that we need to acquire, that we need to train and integrate in order to um, live. And I believe all around the world, 
we would save a lot of time, even if it looks like we need to slow down to do it, ultimately we are speeding up. Because if we keep walking with a lot of weight, we are anyway slower. So why not to integrate that weight into our walking and then walk faster? That's a much more sustainable way of living than to keep pulling our weight, but just trying to run forward. So that's ultimately the slower version, even if uh, on the shorthand, uh, it looks uh, faster. And it also helps us to create um, a cultural space that has a much higher relational health. And it is more resilient to take on new cultural challenges like climate change, for example. So the cultural integration work is, in a way, the resilience building with which we can deal with climate change. So it's a win-win-win. And so these are a few thoughts about cultural integration that, of course, doesn't only work in Germany or in Europe, that works in many places around the world where we see cultural clashes that's true for the us that's true for latin america that's true for africa and asia and australia new zealand all over the world we need um that kind of cultural wisdom as cultural rituals something we invest in because we know these rituals will improve ultimately our life on this planet and so i hope Today's uh, inspiration um, enriches your own thinking, your creativity, the, your cultural sensitivity and awareness. And once we heal the fabric of life, we are not dealing with the constant inflammations that unhealed wounds create, but we are actually ready to gather our vitality to... Um, explore new realities, which we are also passionate about, which we call the future, which we call innovation, which we call like all the amazing things that we are developing at the moment as humanity in order to further our own evolution. And of course, we also need to see that, that one trauma symptom is actually that we don't want to do that. One trauma symptom is that we don't want to engage in the integration process because either we are indifferent through the trauma, numb and absent. So we don't recognize that need. On the other hand, we are too, we are getting too activated and too um, maybe afraid or it's too difficult for us. Um, and it's also because we know when we go into this, we, we will touch discomfort. And to touch a certain amount of discomfort is needed in order to integrate or heal. Of course, we don't want to get overwhelmed. We don't want to, we don't want to do it unskillfully. That's why I said we need to develop a, a cultural ability and it's, we need to develop some skills. Nevertheless, we want to um, embark on that journey even if it means maybe sometimes cleaning up a messy living room after a party isn't fun, but it's needed.
for me to still want to enjoy my apartment. If I never clean up my living room, I don't want to live there because it's becoming totally messy and dirty. So cleaning up our collective living room is an important part of maintaining a sustainable life so that we refresh our house, the house of our society, so that we all want to live there. And as I said already in an earlier podcast episode, that wisdom is related to how much of the world is included in the way I live. So the more cultural learning, real learning, embodied learning, the more I grow wiser because I can ground that deeper understanding. I will experience it with everybody I meet. I will, it will increase my cultural sensitivity and awareness. It will increase the way how I am sensitive to other people's perspectives that are different than mine. It will reduce cynicism. It will reduce talking about other people badly or gossiping. It will reduce othering. It's reducing many of the side effects that we see when there are disrelated qualities in the system. Because I will be more part of somebody that grew up in the former West, through deep listening, I became part of. I started to, started to care more, to understand more, to see the motivations of behaviors and actions more. It touched my heart. It touched me in my being. So I get a deeper understanding of an experience that is not mine. And that makes me wiser but in a tangible form, not just in an intellectual knowing about the former East and all the theories and all the philosophies. That's great too, but that doesn't make me necessarily wiser. When that knowledge becomes embodied knowledge, then it will affect how I act, how I live, how I talk, and also my relational inclusion. I will be much more sensitive to certain things that I wasn't aware of before. How I didn't see certain dynamics. And once I'm aware of them, I say, wow, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. And then I see it all the time. So that cultural learning means the collective body is gaining fast speed learning. And I think that's an amazing part of being a human being and increasing our, the capacity of our humanity. Um, and I think that's deeply trustworthy. And like this, we become deeply trustworthy in one another. So we feel that we are living in a safer and safer world where we know that somebody is here that will be there when we need it. Somebody is here that will be there when I feel alone, when I feel I don't know how to do things. I know there is relation that I can count on. So if you wanna know more about 
um, uh, what we talked about today about cultural integration. Of course, you can see my website, thomashubel.com. You can read my book on healing collective trauma, but also check out our, the website pocketproject.org, our NGO that works on collective trauma and integration and digestion processes uh, in our culture. And right now we are developing some a system for cultural integration in for East, the former East and the former West of Europe to create a more resilient Europe, a unified Europe um, and more stable democratic processes. So there's lots to check out our mailing list. If you want to sign up for our newsletter, just stay informed and uh, get the latest news articles and talks um, around these topics. You're most welcome. Thanks for listening to Point of Relation with Thomas Hubel. Stay connected by visiting our website, pointofrelationpodcast.com, and by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a positive rating and review and share about us with your community on social media. Thank you. We appreciate your support.